it's a privilege to open the word of god uh, early this monday the first monday of march i hope uh, my sound is audible my voice is audible yes 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 sir um i wanted to ask to meditate a uh, little bit on the the noises there are so many noises around uh, uh if you have checked in to the news this morning if you are updated on news any day early in the morning then i can pretty much predict that your mindset as you begin the day is one of uh, negativity of uh, of one of defeat i would encourage you to look at some of these verses this is not definitive in the sense it's not complete it's just an exercise that that I, that i'm beginning here i would request you to get further in this i will point you towards some verses if you can write down or samson can email you later on the reference verses and uh, take it further uh, these are some some guidance verses that will help you to uh set the focus correct focus because what we put in is what we get out in a in a kitchen what goes into the into the pot the ingredients determines what it becomes same way you and i this morning every morning what we put in what we permit in into our mind you see we travel any part of the world in this day and age in this season of turmoil economic hardship political turmoil war rumors of more war jesus predicted all of that but he also said don't be afraid of that don't be afraid see the world has no way to deal with this apart from fear you and i know the one who is in control of all of it so how do we how do we live our lives one discipline of a believer of a child of god has to be we begin the day with the word of god we begin every morning with the word of god even before we open the whatsapp messages tv radio newspaper whatever anything from friends or family push it aside 
Anything from the world, push it even further out. You don't need to know if Odisha, the port of Ukraine, is going to be bombed today. In what way is that going to make a difference for you and me? We can pray for it. Beyond that, it's out of our control. See, we permit, we have opened the gates to our mind completely and all the filth of people doing wrong things all over the world is being poured into our mind, our head, our information is dumped. It's like a basket, our head, and it's an open basket and the media puts everything, all kinds of media, dumps filth, dirt, sewage into the basket. And where does it go? It trickles down. And what does it do? It makes you and me useless. After hearing the filth, the nonsense, the corruption, the violence, you and I cannot do anything useful with ourselves, with our day. That's, the, that's a crisis of the world, my friend. People are benumbed, are sitting in their chairs for hours, numbed, not knowing what to do. Of, because they have been overloaded with things that is beyond their control. Most of Europe is benumbed right now, today. Christians I'm talking about, I'm not talking about the atheists in Europe uh, or the secular culture there. I'm talking about believers. They're thinking the next bomb is going to be on their town. So often we lose life looking at things that are beyond our control. I want to read from Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 to 3. Therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, all the champions of faith, that's there in chapter 11, let us also lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Lay aside everything, everything that holds us back. Fixing our eyes on Jesus. Fixing our eyes on Jesus. The secret to living a fruitful life is fixing our eyes on Jesus. Not on the TV, not on the news, not on the world, not on somebody, not on some property, not on some business, but on Jesus. The author and perfecter of faith, who for the joy set before him, endured the cross. For the joy set before us, which is eternity with God, let us endure whatever comes our way, not what does not come our way. We are, the problem is we are not enduring the things that are coming our way. We are actually 
accumulating things that are coming everybody's way because we are given unlimited access to the media into our basket, our thinking basket. Endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who has endured such hostility by sinners against himself, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. We will lose heart if, if what we are pouring into our mind is all the wrong things that's going on in the world. Some of us have become studying, you know, put in childhood and this psychology, psychometry, as if we are going to write a PhD on Putin's, you know, psychology. Why? Why? Let us focus our eyes on Jesus. Begin your day with Jesus. End the first word. Rick Warren says this. First word. First word should be God's word. First word should be God's word. Can somebody turn off their, uh, their audio, please? Somebody has their audio on. Yes, you know. Uh, the first word that gets into our head, the first data that gets into our head, not WhatsApp, not messages, not phone calls, not TV, newspaper, internet news, digital news. However, all of that is filled. Set us aside. Push it back from your mind. The first data, first word that you and I must take, partake of in the morning is God's word. Change your life around if it is not God's word. There have been many nights I have failed. I have gone early in the morning to look at the news because I knew something was brewing the previous night. And I lost that day. Let me tell you. The days that I begin with the news of the world, the news from the world, the day is gone. A better part of the day is gone. It, a kind of a, a, a numbing feeling comes over you. It's like a net over you. Begin the day with God's word if you want a fruitful day. End the day with God's word. Then you will have a peaceful sleep. You will, you, you will not need medicine. You will not struggle to sleep. Give everything to God and then sit with the word of God. Read the word of God. Read a psalm. Read a passage of scriptures. Meditate on it and go to bed. The last word should be God's word. And I would add one more. One more. The central part of your day should be God's word. What stops us from setting an alarm that reminds us to read for three minutes, five minutes, the word of God right in the middle of the day. You can begin the day with God's word. You can end the day with God's word. But I'm finding sometimes we can wander away during the day. The central part of the day brings it back. If we bring back word of God, 
then we can come back into the the right alignment for that entire day so we don't lose the rest of the day friends set your eyes on jesus if you want a fruitful life i'll give you some references psalm 105 105 105 verse 4 seek the lord and his strength seek the lord and his strength seek his face continually that should be our desire this if obeyed this is a secret to successful life the one who seeks god continually seek his face continually what does that mean you don't see his face but in everything like a child pleasing god like a child pleasing the father will look at their father's face once the child has done what the father wants the child to do it wants to know if the child has pleased the mother or the father looks at the parent's face after doing the homework or after doing some task that we gave like that seek his face continually look to him constantly constantly look at his seek his face one day he will reveal his face to you we will so often we look at others faces people people's face second chronicles second chronicles chapter 20 we see a model here judah has invaded chapter 20 verse 12 oh our god will you not judge them for we are powerless before this great multitude who are coming against us nor do we know what to do but our eyes are on you but our eyes are on you we don't know there's war there's a huge army that have come amen and moab and mount seir three nations have ganged together and evil nations are coming against us they're standing the next verse all judah was standing before the lord with their infants their wives and their children saying we don't know what to do. A huge crisis. You have such crisis frequently at work. Maybe a, an order from the collector. Maybe a financial matter. Maybe a labor matter. Maybe some other property matter. Maybe some matter for which you have no answer. Instead of our eyes wandering to people or to phone numbers, here is a model for us, but our eyes are on you. 
There's a huge enemy surrounding us. There's a huge crisis between us. Our children are in our, our, our entire family standing. Children, infants. I can look at them and only look at them and be dejected because I know the enemy is going to come. Not look at the need, not look at the problem, but our eyes are on you. Our eyes are on you. Psalm 25, 15. Psalm 25, 15. My eyes are continually toward the Lord. My eyes are continually toward the Lord. For he will pluck my feet out of the net. What an amazing confidence. My eyes are continually toward the Lord. For he will pluck my feet out of the net. What does that mean? My feet are caught. I've been caught. My feet are stuck in the net. I'm, I'm caught. I'm not able to get out. I am, enemy has me where, has me where he wants me, in his net. What will we do most of the time? We will be looking at the net, how to get out from the net. We'll be looking at our feet. If you are sympathetic towards, if you want to groan, we'll be looking at our feet and crying over our feet. Or if you are creative and bold and brave, you'll be looking at the net, how you can escape this, this condition, how you can cut the net, how you can get rid of the net. But here, listen to the one whose feet is in the net. David, my eyes are continually towards the Lord. Not at his feet, not, at, not ha having a pity party around his condition. Not looking at the net, seeing how he can disentangle from this captivity, but towards the Lord, who can order release. He says, he will pluck my feet out of the net. And he did. Not once, not twice, many, many times. This God you and I serve, my friend, is the God who rescues. Rescues us from things that entraps us. Where we walk in blindly, boldly, stupidly, wrongly, He still forgives and rescues us like a father does to a child. Psalm 34, Psalm 34, 5. They look to him and were radiant, and their faces will never be ashamed. They look to him and they were radiant, and their faces will never be ashamed. Looking to Jesus, your face will be radiant, my friend. If you look at people, your face will be dejected. That is the truth. They look to him and were radiant, and their faces will never be ashamed. 
Psalm 27, 8. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, O Lord, I shall see. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, O Lord, I will see. See, seek the word of God. Seek, seek the comforting, cleansing word of God. Look to the word of God day in, day out. Then you have a strength to face the world, overcome the world. Otherwise, it's going, it's going to only increase. It, the, the more, more and more information dumping on us, it's going to only multiply with every month. 5G is on the way. You know, I don't know how many more Gs are going to come before the Lord's coming, but it's all upgrade, increase of data. Access to data that does not count, that does not matter for us. So, filled with that, we've been there. We've been there. How much of the last two years we have wasted because so much data came into our head? Unlimited data. The company gives, we get unlimited data, and unlimited filth and sewage goes into our head. They're useless. See, the world is full of opportunities. Some Isaiah 35, 3. Isaiah 35, 3. Encourage the exhausted. Slack hands. It says exhausted footnote, slack hands, hands that have become limp. People who have just given up, encourage the slack hands and strengthen the feeble, feeble footnote, tottering knees, shaking knees. Why? They have become victim of all the negative stuff going around. Say to those with the anxious heart, listen to this, say the next verse, Isaiah 35, 4, say to those with the anxious heart, take courage, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. The recompense of God will come. He will save you. Then the eyes of the blind will be opened and the ears of the deaf will be unstopped. Then the lame will leap like a deer and the tongue of the mute will shout for joy. Waters will break forth in the wilderness and streams in the Arabah. When? When you and I prevent this dumping of toxic negativity and evil and all the things that the media puts into, tries to put into us. Fill yourself with the word of God Refill it during the day and fill it again at night. I challenge you. You will encourage the exhausted, strengthen the feeble every day. You will be useful. I will be useful the days that we do this. May God 
grant us wisdom to keep away from things that don't matter. See, those are informations. What's happened to somebody in another country is not beyond my control. This is in my control. This is within my control, what I permit within my thoughts, with my heart, within my mind. And even the things that are negative, that concerns me, you know what? You and I can take it to the Lord in prayer. Add prayer into the mix. Lord, I've received this news of somebody very close to me, not a distant thing, very close to me, sick or having this crisis. Lord, I bring to you, instead of sitting and mourning over it, being depressed about this condition. Take it to the Lord in prayer. That's how saints gone before us did it, my friends. Everything they received that was negative, they went to the Lord. Every crisis they went into their prayer room. Do that. Do that. Push it back to God. Say, God, this is your size. You deal with it. Give me something smaller. This is your problem. Then, then, then you and I will be fruitful. Our lives will, will be one of light in the midst of darkness. We will be people of hope. Our house will be different from the next house. Because there's laughter here. There's joy here. There is light here. There is life here. May God give us the wisdom to correct our, 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 our patterns that, that we have accumulated over the years. Pat, wrong patterns of bringing filth in into our lives. May God give us the wisdom to clean it, cleanse it, and to put it out of our system. Cleanse our systems. Word of God filling our mind. So we are people of hope. We are people of faith who don't lose their faith. We, we are people of faith who gain faith because through our prayer, God grants and we persevere in prayer, asking for more and even more and even more. We become people whom God uses to change culture, change history. You can become, you and I can become powerful prayer warriors that change the course of a war far away if we are filled with the word of God. If we are full of the word of God and the spirit of God guides us even to battle on our knees for far off things. May God grant us the wisdom to learn to cleanse ourselves from all the encumbrances uh, in, the, in, that, in that passage, Hebrew 12, 1, encumbrances is all of this also. Encumbrances of being dumped with all the unnecessary information that makes us slaves and useless in our days. Shall we pray? Father God, we come to you this morning asking for your mercy. Help our minds. Our minds are so critical to our lives. Our minds that are negative, our minds that are loaded with negativity, Lord, are useless lives. Leads to useless lives.
useless days. Thank you for this word from you this morning about life, about your word filling our mind. Help us to use it, help us to practice it, help us to uh, demonstrate it, help us to teach it, Lord. May more and more of your children fill our mind in the morning, in the afternoon, and in the night with your word so that we are cleansed and we are ready for the challenges. So we can battle, Lord. We can do battle along with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.